This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's give you our favorite plays for this weekend slate. Pick six. Pick six. All right, Jenks, you want to lead us off here with our pick six plays? I sure do. All right, guys. We're doing a little NFL, and this is what I got for you. Let's start in Charm City. Ravens laying six, hosting the Cleveland Browns. A former MVP who finally got the richly deserved contract he yearned for is now playing like an MVP again. Lamar Jackson has a running game to go along with the stoutest defense in the National Football League. And they're going to take care of business against Cleveland. Maybe this maybe this pick is trendy. I don't know. The Ravens look like legitimate Super Bowl contenders. And I just don't know. I don't know how in the world the Browns are going to move the football. Now, yes, the Browns have an exceptional defense as well. But the Ravens can move the ball a little bit because they have the offensive talent, because they have Lamar Jackson. The Browns, if you watch Deshaun Watson, if he's in the lineup, he's mediocre at best. If he's even playing, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. The Ravens are the number one team in the National Football League in the red zone. So even if you move the ball on them, they tighten up inside the 20. Browns offense, again, not explosive at all. Let's go Ravens minus six in Baltimore at M&T Bank. Well, we do agree on one thing, that it's going to be a low-scoring game. And the total that is posted kind of indicates that. It's a really low number at 38. It was 38 and a half. It has dipped down to 38. But I'll still hit the under between these two teams that embody the AFC North. Think of the AFC North, the black and blue division. If you look at the matchups between these two teams, each of the last three games has hit the under for that reason. Now, I went into this one thinking, okay, well, Cleveland's got the great defense in this uh, matchup. They For most of the season, they were putting up historic numbers on defense. But guess who's the number one scoring defense in the entire NFL? That would be the Baltimore Ravens. So a Uh matchup of two of the top three defenses in the NFL. Ultimately, you lean under. Plus, you look at the Ravens. Their defense has been solid, like I said. Their under has been really hot. They've hit the under in 10 of their last 11 games home so i will take the under between cleveland and baltimore at 38 if you want to watch that one a one eastern start on sunday in baltimore pick six pick six that's right baby i was talking about the steelers earlier oh they make you sweat steelers lane three hosting the packers this weekend i'm simply fading jordan love his own franchise Management has said, eh, we don't know if this is a guy. He might be. Hasn't proven it yet. So, yeah, they beat the Rams last week. That's a Rams team and a Rams defense in particular that has really regressed as the season has gone on. I don't see Jordan Love making enough plays in this game against this Steelers defensive front, which is going to be all over him all game long. I don't see him making the plays. The Pittsburgh defense does not allow teams to complete more than 40% of their passes. You think Jordan Love's going to do that? No, he's not. Yes, it will be a sweat. Will this be a close game where maybe the Packers are leading after three quarters? Yes, probably. This is what the Steelers do 
but I guarantee you last five, six minutes of the game, they will find a way to get that touchdown to cover this number. It's only three Pittsburgh minus three hosting green Bay in steel city. Ooh, I, I can already tell that game's going to be a sweat. Uh, if we do have the numbers for Aaron Jones, keep your eye on the Packers running back. He has gotten the full target share or the full workload when it comes to uh, the running back position coming off a game where he had 20 carries for 73 yards. The Steelers giving up 4.5 yards per carry on the ground. So maybe somebody to look at in the props market. If you want to watch that one, uh, one Eastern kickoff on Sunday. Big six. All right, so this is going to be my dog of the week. It's going to be the Houston Texans. I got this at seven. It has since moved to six and a half. I think maybe you pay a little extra juice and get the seven. Clearly a key number in the NFL. But watch out. C.J. Stroud is putting up massive numbers for the Houston Texans. I didn't know this. He has the fourth best passer rating in the entire NFL. So not only making a very strong case for rookie of the year, but also somebody who's putting up numbers comparable to some of the MVP candidates in the National Football League. I think this is a sandwich spot for Cincinnati. You look at a team that's smack dab in the middle of a couple of games that felt a little bit more meaningful than this one. Last week, they had a primetime matchup against AFC foe, Buffalo. Next week, they've got an even bigger matchup against the Baltimore Ravens. So maybe... Maybe Cincinnati is looking ahead a little bit here. Plus, the injury report has not been kind to the Bengals. Both of their star receivers on the injury report this week, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, a little banged up heading into this one. So I'll take the Texans getting the seven. I think they can at least keep it close with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals are your team now. I feel like you're claiming the Bengals. I heard you say earlier in the show, my Bengals. Are you a Cincinnati gal now? Oh, I'm not a fan. I am a fan when it comes to my money. Ah, I hate the Bengals. They took my Titans to the woodshed live and in person a couple of years <laughs> ago. So no, they're not my team. Okay, just, just checking in. I wanted to make sure you had not abandoned your Titans. Texans, Bengals kicking things off at 1 o'clock in the East on Sunday in Cincinnati. Big six. Oh, what an ugly game this is going to be. Jets at Raiders. I'm going to play this up to 38 in the hook and lay the juice minus 150. If you want to go under 37, I think it's still going to be an underplay. Do you think Zach Wilson will be able to move the ball on the Raiders defense? Let me think about that for a second. No, no, he will not be able to. I wanted to believe in Zach Wilson. He's shown, I mean, maybe like a modicum of improvement, just a skosh but he's still Zach Wilson. He gets nervous in the pocket. He can't hold on to the football. He's not explosive at all as part of that offense. They miss Aaron Rodgers clearly in a big way. So I don't think it's going to be any sort of, you're not going to see any explosive plays from the Jets. Then conversely, you've got Aiden O'Connell, who's shown some promise for the Raiders. However, going up against this Jets defense, which is clearly their strength, is not something you want to do as a rookie quarterback. Look at what this Jets defense did to Justin Herbert just a few nights ago. Held him to a career low in passing yards while also sacking him 
five times. Jets are five and three to the under this season. The Raiders are seven and two to the under. The number continues to come down. 36 in some spots. I'm going to play under 38 and a hook, minus 150 in Sin City. Yeah. Have you seen primetime unders this year? They are 23 and seven. Look at this matchup. Do you think the Jets and the Raiders are going to be the team to break this trend? Hmm, I think not because number one, both of these offenses are terrible. And then number two, mm -hmm. you actually have a really good defense on one side of the ball. The Jets top 10 in scoring defense, yards per game when it comes to the passing game and need I go on. So uh, a great defense on one side of the ball and two terrible offenses. I'm doing the middle school math here. I'm going to take the under between the Jets and the Raiders and continue to ride those primetime unders. Jinx, when are we going to get a good game on a primetime slate? It feels like these have just been dumpster fire oh. after dumpster fire. There's such a grind. I mean, you want to get excited about a primetime matchup, but then it's Jets Raiders Sunday night. And this is, oh, by the way, after having Bears and Panthers last night, I don't know if it's just some bad luck because the Jets were supposed to have Aaron Rodgers, but we knew the Panthers and Bears were going to be bad. This is what happens every now and then in the NFL when it spreads itself a little too thin. I know the NFL wants to dominate the conversation, and they do, but when you play Monday night, when you play Thursday night, when you have a game Sunday morning because you're playing overseas now, when you play Sunday night, at some point, middle of the season if you don't have great matchups every week and you're not just by virtue of the fact that there's parity in the nfl you're gonna have some real clunkers and that's what we've gotten yeah i've got a hot take here because doesn't okay. everybody hate on these primetime matchups but i kind of like it because it gives you a chance to watch mm -hmm. every team in the league think about yeah. like the nba i don't think there's been a single game that i could watch because i don't have league pass of like the rockets or mm -hmm. the magic and you say, say to yourself okay that's a good thing maybe those are teams you don't want to watch but when you have these primetime matchups doesn't it give you a great look at every single team like i feel like i know these teams better when i see them in a primetime matchup i get to follow their offense and actually see for myself just how terrible they are so i'm happy for that that we get to see every team as opposed to some of these other leagues that like you don't even get to watch some of these teams so at least we get to know every single team in the nfl well good on you chelsea i don't think i could do that i just can't sit back and say you know what i'm glad i'm able to take in the cardinals today let's see what they've got or i'll tell you something this bear squad they're awful I don't know. I feel like that I have to allot my time elsewhere, but that makes you a more educated better where I'm just sitting back saying, these guys suck without any real reasoning behind it. So I'm proud of you for sticking with it and doing your research. Well, I mean, think about it. If the NFL <laughs> was like the NBA and we had like a TNT game, it would be like the Chiefs every single week. And think about it. We would be seeing Taylor Swift Every oh. single week on TNT. So, Jenks, be careful what you wish for, because if it was the NBA, we would be getting the same teams each and every week. And it would always be the Tay-Tay Show and Brittany Mahomes and their <laughs> god-awful handshake. And we are thanking God that that is not the case. 
For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.